turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hey, I want to play something for you from a movie in 1976. See if this doesn't sound like 19, or 2023. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window Open it and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. I love it. I love it. That's from the movie Network back in 1976. Does that not sound familiar? Um, well, it was going on. But that problem had been going on since the early 60s. Well, but no, but I'm just saying that that had reached the pinnacle. 1976, who was president? Jimmy Carter. That's exactly right. Now we're in 2023. Who's the president? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter 2.0. <laughs> just saying. I just I, I, I love playing that, that segment out of that movie because it hasn't changed. What's that tell us? We haven't done our job. Well, we've got, we've yeah. got people mad, and they don't know what the solution is, but they're still mad. Hey. And unfortunately, they're doing things. Hey, Arkansas is doing their job. Yeah, we're, oh, the, we're doing the only their job. state but Florida. I mean, and it took Florida a couple of elections to catch up to us. I'd have to say Arkansas is doing a good job. The problem is, you know, we need to pass a law, and this will be controversial, that says there's not going to be abortions in Arkansas, and we don't care what the federal government does. Well, and that, and that's, that was, that. well, that's, that's one of the things that, that I was disappointed about during the session is that, you know, there was at least one bill that got filed. Richard Womack filed that bill. To, to make it a crime to have an abortion in Arkansas. Right yes. now it's a crime for doctors and abortion providers to to kill unborn children. But right now a woman can go and get abortion pills to poison her child and kill her child, and it's not even as serious as a speeding ticket. So in fact, there is no crime at all for a woman to do this to her unborn child, but it is a crime to own and take heroin. But, I'm going to take another bite but, out but of the apple. But it's a but it's, 
but there's no crime at all to kill your unborn child. That's insane. Well, in states all across the Union, they can do that. And on top of that, they can do all kinds of butchery on their own children. Well, yeah, and if you're and call, talking about and call it gender if, affirming if, yeah, care, if it's, it's gender affirming care, we, what's 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 interesting though is that we've got people on the left who would probably like to outlaw circumcision, which is kind of a religious practice practice for Jews, but they want to cut things totally off of children. There's not a religious practice; it's it's actually just a, a form of. Um, Insanity. What age would they say that was appropriate, Paul? Well, you know, there was a doctor that came in to testify in one of the committees. I think it was a Senate committee. It was judiciary, wasn't it? It may have been judiciary. It may have been public health. I'm not sure which it was. But but and she Senator, finally Senator Bart Hester got her got yeah. her kind of pigeonholed down to about uh, four years old. I think. Yeah, three or four when they years. They can start old. making can that start decision. Making, I mean, that, the I'm child, sorry. the child can make the decision. That's. I mean, so sorry. This is insanity. This this woman has a license. Cigarettes and do drugs. This 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 woman apparently had a medical license. I mean, I'm sorry. The medical licensing board is worthless. If this woman can get get a license and keep her license with that type of ideology and 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 thought process, I mean, I'm sorry. With that with that said, let me let me ask Jennifer because she's from Saline County. With the the Saline County Library, okay, is it not true that they changed the 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 legal uh, uh, age that a minor who is not you're not a minor after you you're over 12 years old no that's yes that's right so the american library association move up is, on your mic is redefined or has redefined a young adult to be ages 12 through 17 and so what we're seeing is they're trying to desensitize us to this idea well, of just, childhood but they just created a, they created a new a, a new area you know, for kids, come on, young adults. You look. It used to be you were a kid or you were an adult. One or the other. You don't get to be both at the same time. Right, right. But, but now they're doing this so that they can uh, start exposing these young children to concepts and ideas that are harmful. Yeah, they're harmful to their um, psyche. They're they're going to. It's going to desensitize the community to looking at children as children and something to protect. And so we have to push back against that. And I'm so proud of our Slane County Republican women and Slane County Republican committee because we are pushing back hard. And our JPs and our county judge are doing an excellent job as well. I mean, we're not – we're moving forward. This is a full court press. We're not going to allow this to happen in Slane County. So when does the uh, quorum court meet again? Do you this know? evening is at 630, yes. Is there a good possibility that Hector will lose her job? That is our hope, and we will find out this evening. And why do I say that? Play that for me again. Play that for me. It's so maddening. We have an award-winning library, and all we deal with now is hate and foyers. There's nothing wrong with those books. We buy books for everyone in this community, and every child should be heard and seen and supported and not marginalized because they're not white or straight or Christian. Christian is what that last word was. All right. The reporter stepped on her, so we cut that a little short. But the bottom line, white, straight, or Christian. Mm-hmm. Now she's one of she's one of three, so I don't know where her her she lines on the other two. Have no idea on that, and I haven't asked her. Don't intend to. But the quorum court, just the way that she was talking there and crying and bemoaning this fact, 
she's she's reached her usefulness it's time for her to leave I agree. She has not tried to reach out to any of our folks. Um, to She doesn't listen to what the community wants. We have one of the most conservative counties uh, in the nation, and I believe our library should represent our values. And, uh, you know, any time that they, uh, they hear from someone that does not agree with them, they being the left, when someone does not agree with them, they just start throwing around the word hate. Well, you hate this. You hate this. We're for you. Or <laughs> right, <laughs> their mind are synonymous. <laughs> That's right. Definitely the same same thing. And uh, you know, I've just listened to this lady too many times. I'm tired of her. Now, you look at this issue and the way she's acting, and you th- go up to a bigger issue. I believe was is abortion, which is the same type of issue. Issue is we hate women if we don't allow them to make the choice to kill their children or not. So. If you get states with the freedom that they have to choose now that they should have, um, people with that attitude not working together and not trying to find middle ground where the states can get along with each other to make a decision, and people like her will divide this country. Mm-hmm. They well, divide. she's divided her county because I don't think it's fifty-fifty. You know, maybe you know eighty-twenty or whatever, but still, a, she's divided it. If a state can, if states can decide major issues like this like the republic should be able to we should still be able to come together and work on national defense and work on things that uh that the government is supposed to be doing but jennifer are there people actually coming out in support of this um stuff in the library or is it just mostly the library personnel themselves so it's been our observation and based on some things that we have uncovered through FOIA that a lot of this is from the library and from library personnel now of course there are some folks from Craighead County who are involved in that fight Mm -hmm. who are now coming and trying to join in this fight here in Saline County Mm -hmm. so we've seen we've had a lot of people from out of state even some people from out of the country Mm -hmm. who have tried to voice their opinion but But it's it's not we're not we're not seeing parents who are one yes I want my kids to have access to this stuff we're not you're not seeing that very few I have personally not seen it I have heard from a couple of JPs who said that they have heard from teachers local teachers who are defending this kind of material and, and so can we get those teachers fired too i mean i mean what, what is the what is the i mean why 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 are, are these people being allowed to have access to children that is a really good question and we need to be exploring why they are why they have been hired and why they are uh allowed to be teaching these kids um but you know, it, there's a bigger systematic problem here because these books are in um public schools they're in our uh, taxpayer-funded libraries, and then when we, the taxpayers, say, hey, we don't want our money being used to purchase these books, we're told to shut up. Yeah. And it's okay, and we're marginalizing well, folks. Uh, but and they, they already believe that parents are, are um, inadequate for teaching their own children. Anyway, because, sure. they're, because they're the professionals. They know, they, know what about, they know how to raise children, and you're too stupid as a parent to raise your own kids. We have actually heard very similar comments to what you just said. They have actually said those words. Oh, yeah. That they think the, quote, professionals, which is really just those who spent a lot of money to get indoctrinated through these liberal institutions we call colleges, um, know better how to raise children so this, than their this, own parents. This intellectual snobbery by yes. the little um, intellectual four-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't ask Jennifer to come and talk <laughs> about the library. I just wanted to, to hear about the, uh, the whole 12-year-old thing because uh, that, that needs to 
the quorum court needs to get that changed. Definitely needs hope, to get that we're changed. We're hoping that they will. I'll report back. It has nothing to do with censorship. It has nothing to do with banning books. It has placement issues. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. But that same librarian that I played said that placement was the same thing as censorship. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Christians do believe in free will and all people are created equal. But it doesn't mean that you have to put sexual material and try to indoctrinate our children while they're in grade school. Yeah. That that's where the parent comes in. See, the parent should be the gatekeeper to decide: Are you going to allow the child uh, to make and read those books or not? I mean, Andy, look, Andy Griffith show. Last thing I'll play in an Andy Griffith show, they discussed this exact topic. Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead and play Andy Griffith for us. Who's to say that the boy would be happier? your way or mine why not let him decide now i'm afraid it don't work that way you can't let a young one decide for himself he'll grab at the first flashy thing with shiny ribbons on him then when he finds out there's a hook in it it's too late wrong ideas come packaged with so much glitter it's hard to convince them that other things might be better in the long run and all a parent can do is say wait trust me and try to keep temptation away there you go there used to be a morality in television that existed at times. All right. So July 15th, what's happening, Jennifer? Well, I am excited to announce that we are going to have a joint congressional district meeting with Carrie Lake. We have three congressional districts that have come together. It's the first, the second, and the fourth. We have come together to, uh, and we've created this exciting event. It's going to be uh, an all-day-long event. Carrie Lake is our keynote speaker, and we have some other great speakers that are coming in. Um, one is going to be, we have Robert Steinbeck, who has been on your show many times, and he is a brilliant professor and attorney. He's going to be talking about the weaponization of the justice system. We have a panel of great women great patriot fighters who are going to be talking about the battle with the library so we're going to have women from sling county and craighead county and they're going to come together and talk about their experiences and hopefully provide a framework for others at the meeting to go forward and uh, start implementing uh, similar battle plans in their respective counties so we're going to have that and then we have um uh, we have Garrett Ziegler. So my husband and I are the attorneys who have sued Hunter Biden on behalf of London Roberts, who is the mother of Navy Roberts, um, Hunter Biden's child. And our expert in that case is Garrett Ziegler. He got Hunter Biden's laptop from Rudy Giuliani. And uh, so he is going to be coming in, and he's going to do a breakout session and tell us what is in Hunter Biden's laptop. So that's going to be another great breakout session. And then we have... Um, Let's see, we have Mark Cook, who is Carrie Lake's expert in her lawsuit that is uh, currently pending in Arizona. He is coming to talk about election integrity. And uh, let me see, who, oh, Charles Fuquay, another great attorney here from Arkansas who's going to talk about the de-dollarization and, and where our monetary system is headed. Going so, to electronic currency? 
He, I believe he is going to, yes, touch on that. And so just some great breakout sessions. Oh, we have Jason Bollinger. So he is Faulkner County's uh, chair, great chair. And he is going to be talking about a 2024 ground game and how we can get solid conservatives into office. That would be good. That's good. I'll be there. Yes, you will. And we're so excited to have you there. So you're going to be uh, talking to some of our great uh, guests during the lunch hour, interviewing them. And I'm sure you're going to have some wonderful questions. We'll have some good stuff to talk about. That'll be fun. Can All right, we'll buy tickets or get tickets to it. Or? Yes, so tickets are $35. You can go to Eventbrite and just type in a Joint Congressional District with Carrie Lake, and it should pop up. And you, the options are $35 for admission. We are trying to keep costs very low. We want everybody to come. This is going to be. Let me just say, $35 is like really cheap. Yes. Yes, it is, and we know that. But, you know, with inflation going on, we want all of our great uh, Arkansas patriots to be able to come together and just have a good time, a good day, uh, celebrating our wins and the direction that our state's going. Because, as you said, R.D., uh, we're making some great strides. And so this is just going to be a happy day and uh, a good day. So we encourage people to come. If they want a picture with Carrie Lake, it is going to be $100 to get one one person's picture with her. Um, and for 250 they can get two admission tickets and a picture of two people with Carrie Lake. All right. There you got it. They've got it all set up. We'll talk more about this in a few moments. And then I'll tell you about the governor being on tomorrow at 8 o'clock and how you can get your question asked of her. We'll do that as well as we continue the Dave Ellswick Show, 23 minutes after 9, right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. No crying in baseball. Can't do that we, were, we weren't crying. We were, we, were, we were talking about guns. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, that meant somebody else would have to be crying. Oh. Well, yeah. no, anyway. no, no. The ideal situation with guns is that nobody cries, nobody dies. They just quit committing crimes. What I'm really excited about is we're starting to see these events that, uh, that Jennifer's involved mm-hmm. in and other people, a lot of other people as well. And uh, that excites me. We, we don't have to have a Donald Trump come in to get these events going people are i think they're pretty well um excited about the next elective you know election cycle and 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 what can they do to make things better as i said uh, i've had a lot of people on here on the show uh i've talked to the governors and all the rest of them uh, the big uh, issue now and doyle webb We'll talk about this one day. He's going to be coming in here in the near future. I think we've done a great job on the state. It's red now. I mean, it's the reddest state in the union. I, I've been talking to Tim Scott's campaign to get Tim Scott to come in and to speak to our voters. And I said, why don't you come to the reddest state in the union? You know, it's not, it's not Florida. It is Arkansas. When the last election happened, Brett Baer, after uh, DeSantis had won and everybody else had won in, in uh, Florida. You know what he said? He said, Florida is now as red as Arkansas. <laughs> that was his exact statement. I was really proud when I heard that. I mean, seriously, I was really, really proud about that. Now it's time to move the, move the Now you got to move, move, move it up a little move bit the more. Definitely more. Solid. Not only solid red. But deep, deep That's red. Exactly right. Still work to do. Where the, for 135 years, it'll be Republican rule and not uh, Democrat rule. We know about what that did. Sitting in the seats is not good enough. We have to get things done. And yeah, I believe trying. we're starting to get things done. 
they're trying I got excited in 2010 but now I'm really excited I got really excited when Sarah got elected governor and everybody said Dave you'll be disappointed I said I don't think so this time I just don't think so and I have not been I have not been and by the way she'll be on the show tomorrow 8 o'clock ask the governor here on 101.1 FM the answer you won't want to miss it uh, if you want to get a question in to be asked, go to 1011fmtheanswer.com, click on the link, type in your question, and hit send, and it will end up in our, our uh, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, file, I guess, and uh, we'll be asking her. She's going to be here, I think, with, from what I understand, the uh, Secretary of Education is going to be here as well. Oliva is going to be on. Yeah, he's going to be on uh, as well. All right, we've got news, and we'll be back, and we'll finish talking to Jennifer. And, the, uh, by the way, the only place where you can come to uh, and uh, leave a question for the governor, all right, 1011fmtheanswer.com, and click on the link for Ask the Governor, and leave your question there. And she'll be on at uh, 8 o'clock tomorrow right here on the radio station to talk directly to you. Jennifer Lancaster is here from uh, Saline County. She is uh, with us today. We've been talking about this big event that's coming up in July. But let's talk about what's coming up at the end of June, and that's Constitution Camp. Actually, it's coming up at the end of July as well. Oh, is it uh, at the (laughs) end of July? I thought it was end of June. Yes. No. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, speak about that. So it is July 24th through the 28th, and um, uh, kids second through ninth grade are welcome. Uh, and registration is very low for that one as well. It's $35 uh, for the week. We have a, a number of wonderful speakers, including former Governor Mike Huckabee. He's coming to speak, cool. so you know the kids are going to love him. We have our local sheriff, Rodney Wright, coming. We have Attorney General Tim Griffin coming and AJP, Clint Chisholm, who's been uh, one of our champions in Sling County over this library issue. So uh, those are four of our great speakers, and then we're going to end the week at, with a tour of the Capitol and a big celebrate america party with inflatable snow cone trucks big pop of bubbles and a water slide so now are you are you going to have any of these speakers dress up like uh historical characters you've done that in the past i have usually it's not the speakers however what i have done is i've gotten the speakers to uh, dance with the kids oh, okay. <laughs> so there go. that's the highlight yes uh so uh, last year senator alan clark did the led the kids in the cupid shuffle so that was oh, a lot of fun yes. <laughs> and we had a uh, representative tony Furman doing the robot on stage so uh, it's very memorable good times but um So the speakers will come in. They'll talk to the kids about uh, how, because this is a faith-based curriculum. I wrote the curriculum for my kids. I have two kids, six and eight. I'm a homeschool mom as well. And uh, so all this is centered around uh, the Christian faith and um, how Christian and biblical principles are woven into our founding documents. Right. So the kids learn about Thomas Hobbes, John Locke, and, uh, and Montesquieu. They learn that our rights come from God, not the government. That is the the first thing that they learn the first day, and everything is built upon that. Now, and let me just stop you. Now, if you're listening to this, you go, that our, 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 our rights come from God and not from government? These are those radical Christians. Hey, 
that is exactly what the founders of this country said. That's that's what Thomas Jefferson said in the Declaration. Exactly. Yes, and the kids actually learned the first 16 lines of the Declaration that's of good. Independence. Yes. So they they know all about it. So that term is called natural rights. Our rights, we are born with these rights. They are not gifts from the government. The Constitution is a restraint on the government. And then the Bill of Rights, uh, that was our the the anti-federalists wanting a just to further reinforce the fact that these rights are to be protected. And so the kids learn all about that. They learn about the Federalist versus Anti-Federalist debates. Um, we go through the, the Constitution, identifying Christian principles that have been woven into those documents. Uh, they learn the preamble to the Constitution, uh, the Bill of Rights. Um, and we do it in a really fun and engaging way. As you mentioned, we have characters that come in. We have a skit through which we introduce these main characters. I mean, you might think, oh, Thomas Hobbes, that sounds really boring. No. But, you know, he's the one that uh, wrote Leviathan. And so we have a dinosaur, an inflatable dinosaur that uh, it dresses up. And, and it's actually my kid's uh, preschool gymnastic coach that I've used her for three years now. She puts on this T-Rex inflatable suit with the little arms. It's just hilarious to watch. And she comes in whacking the kids with the little foam sword and dancing around and just being silly. And the kids love it. But that's how we tie in these concepts and, and they learn about Leviathan, and they learn that when the dinosaur is Leviathan, and uh, or, or, or the dinosaur is the government, and the more power you feed the dinosaur, the bigger it grows, the more destructive he becomes, to the point where you just can't even control him. So mm-hmm. you want to starve the dinosaur of, or the government of power to keep it small. It's really amazing, isn't it? I mean, it sounds like what's really happening in our country, isn't it? I mean, I really, I've, I've begun using tyranny, that word, a lot now. Because that's what's going on in our country. They're taking your rights away from you, working hard at taking them away. And if you lose them, don't expect to get them back again. You you know, a biblical principle is uh, Paul, whenever his Roman rights were taken away from him when he was in prison, and they told him they were going to beat him, he Paul stood up for his rights is, as a is Roman. It, is it okay and, to uh, beat a Roman? Uh, is, uh, that was the question I think you asked. Yeah, exactly. Is it, is it okay so, to beat a Roman? It's like, so oh, you're a Roman? We have, we have biblical examples of Christians standing up for their rights. Yes, we do. So is this a, is a, I assume this is a day camp, several hours a day? It is a day camp, yes. So uh, it is 9 to noon every okay. day. Um, the On the last day with the party, we will go a little bit longer because usually uh, – so the last day, all the parents are welcome. And I should say that parents are actually welcome to stay throughout the entire week, and we have had plenty of parents stay. So. See, I like that because if the people who are teaching your kids – don't, don't want, want you around. Yeah, you probably don't want. You probably don't probably, want to leave your right, kid there. Right. I'm just what I'm saying. I agree. So yeah. sort of like a, a VBS with a constitutional. Yes. Um, Absolutely. That is what. That, that's exactly so. what it is. We have art projects, and they we incorporate again these concepts of like not feeding the government. So we do a, um, a patriotic eight, uh, art project. We go outside, and we have one of those long sheets of paper, about 12 feet long, and we'll have. Um, a bag of vinegar, and, and we drop the baking soda into the bag of vinegar, which, you know, it's going to make it explode. Right. And so, again, it's how we reinforce that concept, like, don't feed the power into this bag because it's going to explode and it's going to be messy. So, uh, again, it's just teaching those kids about limited government and the concept of checks and balances and the, nece- the necessity for a tripartite system of And government. that kind of stuff sticks with the kid. I mean, as they get older, they'll remember that kind of stuff. 
Christians, if we don't get the younger generation involved in government, what is the government going to look like of the future? Well, We've lost the last 20 years. Well, the left has done a good job. The, the, le- the left has used job. public education or whatever else. They, they've been getting a hold of the kids to um, to um, prepare them for the, for leftist-leaning ideology. And, and, and so you, you immerse a child in socialism for 13 years and send them on to public or to, to um college for another three four five years of, of they'll make sure more, they come back a brown shirt right right and so you we shouldn't be surprised when this happens because you immerse them in it for what 17 18 years of their life starting off when they're about four or five years old you should not be surprised when they come back socialist and they may not even know that they may not even embrace the term socialism but a lot of times they will believe the concepts Yes, you're right. And and I think the the framework begins with that, with this whole um, um, rejection of an objective moral truth. What they're teaching us, not just through the media, social media, but also in our schools, is that truth and what's right is subjective. What makes you happy in the moment? What makes you feel good? And so from that, it's all, it's just chaos. It breeds chaos and and so our our camp is designed to combat that because we do tre- teach that there is an objective moral truth and that is biblical principles and that is and God's word. And so um, when you work within that framework, that's when you have order. Right, in the and, world just, of and chaos. good good feelings of happiness are not a standard. Right, I mean, that's, that's not a standard of any kind. It's just it's, it's a moronic standard. Yeah. It's it their science is subjective, also. <laughs> Subject to their science, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no right and wrong in science, so that they get what they want out of science. They prove the truth that as they see it, and it changes. So uh, uh, we need to take science back and teach both sides of uh, of an issue, just like um, evolution. We need to be able to teach the strengths and weaknesses of science. Not ev- all science ev- supports it. Evolution so. should not be in the science category. It should be in the philosophy category. Right, exactly. I mean, but it's not science. To it's crack the door, we need to have teachers to be able to teach the strengths and the weaknesses of that theory. Yeah. It maybe ought to actually be in the like the, the myth category. Like yeah, the, cartoon the, section. Well, or, or like maybe the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Greek mythology or something yeah. like that, because it's not science. It's a it's a theory at best. It's probably not even may not even be good enough to qualify as a theory. It's, I think that's the next step, because the reason we have so much murder and so much crime in this country is because we've let uh, the left teach our children they're nothing but animals for 40 years. Yeah. That's true. There's no soul, so uh, there's no there's no morals at all. So why should be surprised if they're just not out killing a bunch of animals? Mm-hmm. I so agree. Time to take it back. You've been listening to my show, haven't you? <laughs> I agree. It is time to take it back, and we have to start teaching our kids, and and not just our kids, but our adults, to speak up and expose what is done in the darkness. We're commanded as Christians to expose what's done in the darkness. But for some reason, this whole watered-down version of Christianity has become popular where it's like, well, I'm going to be silent. I don't want to judge. We can't talk about politics in church. Well, we should What else would you talk about in church? Politics is a discussion of morality. Exactly. If it's not a discussion of morality, then what is it? But, no, it is definitely – maybe you don't discuss – particular candidates in church, whatever you want to do there. But the reality is you should be discussing political issues in church. That is, uh, talk about them from a moral perspective. Why is murder wrong? Why is fornication wrong? Why is it wrong to kill your unborn children? Why is it wrong to um, sexually mutilate children? Why are these things... Why is it wrong to vote for somebody sure. that why, stands why is it, for it? Right, and so, so what about these various different issues? I actually brought this up in Bible class, I think it was last week. Um, 
and it was actually pretty well received, believe it or not. But um, and, and it, it wasn't an auditorium. What's that? Because it wasn't an auditorium. No, it wasn't an auditorium <laughs> class. It was there's where I go to church. We have there's two adult classes. Right. That, and um, but, but that's good. That's good. But it was it was, it was actually fairly well well received. I worded it pretty well. But it was the reality is, is that we should be discussing moral issues in church and politics is an, is a is the study of morality. Well, and we're losing this culture war because the church hasn't stood up, and they're not being strong enough, and they're not being vocal enough. I do want to praise my church real quick, Gower Springs First Baptist Church. Our pastor, Dave Huey, has been with us when we pushed for the pro-life resolution in Sling County, and now that we're fighting against this library issue, he has stood beside us, and he has shown up to these quorum court meetings, and I'm very grateful for him. But there are a lot of churches throughout Sling County who have not because they don't want to get in the middle of a controversial subject. Shame on them. And I think part of that is that I we, agree with we've that. got the, the way that pastors and preachers are appointed is sort of a pageant type process and it's a popularity contest if they don't if they're not popular enough they lose their job and they can't pay their mortgage that's a terrible position to allow a man to be in well it's it's just not a good position for for leadership to be in it's there need there needs to be a better foundation hey whenever oh, oh, hey oh, there oh, is oh, oh, oh. All right. get a hold of this thing <laughs> that was a hard one all, all right yeah that was a hard break all right <laughs> i need to take you i gotta tell everybody about east end towing and we'll come back and finish up our time with uh, jennifer lancaster here on the dave elswick show east end towing you know no matter the size of your car i mean you could be an 18 wheeler they've got a tow truck that will handle your vehicle. Yes, even an 18-wheeler. You should see those tow trucks. They are immense, and they are amazing uh, when they show up to take care of an 18-wheeler. I mean, they can write an 18-wheeler uh, that's gone on to its side. No matter the situation, East End Towing can help you, whether you drive one of those little tiny cars or you drive the big old 18-wheelers or something in between, Call East End Towing to help you out on the side of the road. It's 501-888-8849, 501-888-8849. All right, let's continue on here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Final segment with Jennifer Lancaster, District 2. Chair. Chair. Yes. All right. I always want to call you Grand Poopah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, put one of those buffalo hats from the Flintstones on with the horns, you know. I love that stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's finish up by going over the two big things they have coming up in July. One for your children, one for us adults. All right. Won't say it won't, couldn't be any good for the children, but i got to believe that anybody under 12 years old when Carrie Lake comes in, may not be able to understand everything that's going to be discussed. But the bottom line is, let's start off with uh, uh, Constitution uh, time, the con- uh, Constitution uh, teaching that you're going to have in July. What dates is that? Where do you go to sign up for it? Okay, it is July 24th through the 28th. And it's going to be in Little Rock. And you can go to treeoflibertyar.com to get tickets. Um, and, and register your kids, and uh, we'll be happy to take care of them, of course, but all parents are welcome to stay and uh, participate. Yeah, just think about it. You, you really, you'd, you'd make the Sling County librarian happy because it'd be another, you know, white, straight, Christian kid. What yeah. do you, know, you know, maybe I'll offer her a free ticket because I think she there could you really go. She benefit could learn something. from 
Yeah, she could learn something. I don't uh, know. She sounds like a snowflake to me. I don't think she oh, could take Lord. the abuse. Yeah, that's yeah from the kids. You know, <laughs> but the, what we're doing, we're arming kids to know when they're being indoctrinated. Yeah, is what you're doing, yes. and I appreciate you doing that. They can recognize it when they see it. Okay, so let me roll it now up to July fifteenth because that's going to be for for us adults. It's our our time of Constitution Camp on July 15th. That's right. It's called Operation Freedom. And we're going to talk about all of the hot topics that a lot of people, uh, that make a lot of people uncomfortable. But Carrie Lake is coming, and she is going to be our keynote speaker. We're so excited. And we're, like I said before, we've got a, a number of wonderful speakers. And then we have you and Jenny Lauren, who will be interviewing our great speakers during the lunch hour. So we just have a packed event. We're going to be providing breakfast and lunch for that $35 Hoorah. ticket. That's right. So it Good is food. This is all about pro America, God first. We're going to we're pushing back. We're not taking this liberal agenda lying down Are anymore. Are you serving pancakes at breakfast? Oh, uh, no. You no. want to cook them? I'll bring well, a griddle. I was say, if you bring a griddle, I'll flip them. <laughs> all right. Maybe we can work that out. I'll be happy to do that. Okay. If somebody else will mix it. I'll cook Party. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be mix? there. I'll be there. <laughs> right. I'm a good mixer. Everybody would like that if you and I were behind. Paul can wash the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Paul can wash the dishes. <laughs> no, I'm, right. I'm, actually, I'm actually a pretty decent cook. <laughs> All right. Well, we get through me and Paul can flip them. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll work. I'm a better dishwasher. I can't throw it up and catch it and put it back on the grill. I don't do that kind of stuff, but I can cook them well. So we we used to do some homeschool camps, and we'd have some, a lot of families come, and I would I would stay in the kitchen some, and I kind of enjoyed that. Cause I, I don't think we ever went when I was still a kid. I think I was probably 19 or 20 the first one we went to. And, and um, so we did um, – some of those camps had over 300 people in them, so we would cook – cooking the big kitchens in those facilities i enjoyed that I, you can, wow. cracking eggs for that many people was kind of fun nice so maybe but, you um, could come to carrie lake's event and then you can come to constitution camp there <laughs> you, <laughs> go. you heard it folks paul's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be cooking pancakes <laughs> i like cooking pancakes <laughs> we'll talk about it i used to be involved with uh, the lions club on the pancake uh, saturdays that they would have and uh, did that for years in Indiana. So, yeah, I'd be more than happy to do that for you guys. You get a griddle, I'll do it. You're the best. You know, I'd be happy to do it. All right, because pancakes just go along with that kind of, a, you know, easy to eat, easy to clean you up. You do omelets. No. Oh, now we're getting fancy, Paul. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I, I've got know, news for you. Omelets are, you over there omelets, to do the omelets. omelets are about hey. as easy as pancakes. I've got news for you. If you bring them in with pancakes and bacon, you got to keep them with pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bacon's pretty expensive. Eggs have yeah. come back down. All right, bottom line is this. Uh, Robert Steinbach's going to be there. He's going to talk about the weaponization of the judicial system and things of that nature. It's going to be very a lot of these breakout sessions are going to be great. That's right. Yes, the library panel. We're going to hear from uh, different warriors from across the state that are pushing back against the, the liberal agenda. The Grays, of course, wonderful folks. Um, and then we're going to have uh, Mark Cook, Carrie Lake's expert in her um, her election case in Arizona. And then we're going to have Garrett Ziegler, who's going to tell us all about what's inside Hunter Biden's laptop. And then we have Jason Bollinger, who's going to talk about recruiting good conservative candidates and getting them elected in 2024. 
And, and she uh, doesn't have any of this written down. It's coming off top of her head. Jason That's has done some good. interesting things there in Faulkner County. He's, they've, they've implemented a process where they um, vet people before they allow them into the party. And it's been kind of interesting. They've denied a couple people. Yes, I love it. Jason it's, is an excellent leader. He's mm-hmm. done amazing things with that county committee. But I love that vetting process. Yeah, it's, that it's, he, it's kind of neat. It, he, yeah. he and I have become friends here in the last few months. We've been hanging out. And I, I, I've enjoyed the time I've been spending with him. Did, All right, did so, they let you in, Paul? No, no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried. But, um, no. Okay, but, so the bottom line is uh, you're going to go into Breitbart to get this, is that right? Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yes, Eventbrite. Breitbart. Uh, <laughs> you know where I love. We okay, like anyway. Breitbart, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but Joint Congressional District Meeting with Carrie Lake is the title, and you can get your $35 tickets there. And with that, you get to see Carrie Lake, you get breakfast and lunch and the breakout sessions. That's great. And if you pay a little bit more, you can get, get a picture with uh, Carrie Lake. And if you want to have more than one person in the picture, pay a little bit more and you get two people in the picture that's right and i forgot to mention this we will be having a book signing so after she speaks at the beginning of lunch she will be signing her books for everybody so uh, it's going to be a great event we sold over 100 tickets just within the first 48 hours and i haven't checked since so get your tickets soon because we are expecting to sell out quickly how many 600 people 650 Mm -hmm. all right we're going to get that many there it's going to be fun i want everybody that shows up be ready to holler and scream yes Got to got to get them all fired up. Thanks, Jennifer. We I appreciate you. Well, thank you, Dave. We're gonna I always see. Enjoy I'm going to bring her back on Thursday because I'm not going to let you forget that we want you to be part of all of what she's got planned in the month of July. R.D., are you taking off? Yeah, I need to take off. Got to go work in the capitalist society for a little while. Paul, you going to stick around? <laughs> yeah, I'll stick around. All right, he's going to stick around. You don't have a tree that he's got to kill, so uh, we're going to keep him around. We got more coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show.